to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory An unlikely hero for Spurs, Eric Dyer, the 20-year-old they've signed from Sporting Lisbon on his debut. Let's hear from him now. Eric, when you dreamt of your Premier League debut, could have you hoped for anything like that? No, to be honest, I'd be happy with a clean sheet. I was not expecting to go up the other end and score. They really have a big task today, do Tottenham. One of London's favourite parochial dust-ups is the first challenge of the year for the would-be champions. Rose. Kane. Easing away from Oscar. Harry Kane! Oh, what a goal! One of their own! A Harry Kane hurricane! He likes a shot. Tottenham won, Chelsea won! Ericsson, Chadley in support, it's Nasser Chadley, it's hit the post, Rose, 2-1 Spurs! Tottenham lead Chelsea, and that doesn't happen very often. Flung forward by Fazio. Ericsson. Touch Ivanovic oh. gave it away. Kane's got over. It's a penalty to Tottenham. Brilliant play. It's going to be Andros Townsend for Tottenham. 48 first half minutes have passed. Spurs trailed here. Spurs lead 3 1. And Chelsea are rocking down the lane. by Vertonga. Nicked out wide quickly for a Chadley. Kane, lovely turn. Harry Kane, oh. that's gorgeous! How good is he? How big a night is this for Tottenham? Spurs are running away from Chelsea. I think we're seeing something special, Peter. I think I was talking to Brad Friedel, the Tottenham goalkeeper. And he says to me that Brad Fiedel is the best finisher at this club as at this moment in both passive and opposed practices. But there is no question when he gets near that goal, he can play shots, he can power shots. Alinho and Kane. Chadley! Terry falling out with those who have been at him and got under his skin throughout the evening. And only gives them further joy. Here's Hazard. It's not a problem. Nothing's a problem for Tottenham. 
on what is a high day, a holiday, down White Hart Lane. And the day when that boy became a hero. January the 1st, 2015, the day Chelsea were reeled in. Mason from distance and the deflection just had a spinner stranded. It's a corner. Lamella's delivery flicked on. Good save a spinner. But put into the net by who else? Harry Kane. Absolute predator at the far post. I just said just before the corner. Give him a chance inside 12 yards and he's likely to score. A really cool finish. Spurs will feel that they're good value for at least a point. Bentaleb. Kane! Well, he was a hero before. He's the Messiah for Tottenham now. Two goals for Harry Kane. And Spurs have turned it around in the derby. Tottenham Hotspur have beaten Arsenal in the North London derby. And a player that seems destined to write his name into Tottenham folklore has made a major impact in the first time that he's faced the old enemy for his boyhood heroes. Two goals for Harry Kane. They've come from behind to beat Arsenal by two goals to one. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Echoes of Glory. It's been a long season and with me throughout has been you. I'm Jack, yeah. <laughs> and no, I mean episode two. two second episode, second yeah. Second episode, two in a row. How do you feel? Uh, very good, excited to be back. So football's over. On Saturday I was a bit like, oh God, please, please just finish it. You know, just finish the, uh, finish the season. And then as soon as the final whistle went... I was desperate for it to be back. I can't wait for pre-season games, all that sort of stuff. What are you going to do now you've got all this spare time? Um, well, my dad's Australian and has given me an Australian football team to follow since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and that season is just getting going, really. Um, and my team is about as bad as you can be. Oh, yeah? Um, and it's a league without relegation. So we finished bottom <laughs> 28 times in our 100-odd year history. So, And we're looking at another bottom finish this year. So, Isn't there a big NRL game this weekend? I think there's a big National Rugby League game. They hate each other. I don't know. Australians, in it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Cricket season starting. Cricket season Try starting. Get to, get to the 2020s, I think. Yeah. So you're on the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rugby, Rugby World no, Cup, no, not, no, not into no. it. Wrong shape ball. Wrong shape ball. All right, uh, season's over. Do you want to quickly talk about Everton? We could have lost that game. Uh, it's in Everton, they're not bad, and we sort of we usually match um, match a team, but we beat them. 
It's I mean, one sentence on him. It seemed like it was a dead rubber game, really. No, neither team had anything to play for. We went one nil up. They weren't really that bothered. Yeah. And but it was a good win. Winning Everton's never never easy, and it was a good goal. Yeah, it was a good goal. I thought we were really properly good in the first half. I mean, it really died down in the second, but I mean, we hadn't been pressing in a long time, and you really saw a lot of that in the first half, which was yeah. good to see at least going into the end of the. It's just annoying we didn't score more goals, you know, when we we dominated totally. And match of the day highlights looked like they. We, the only thing we did in the highlights was score. They didn't do it. They you can did. never trust match of the day highlights. No, there is a conspiracy against us in uh, the old match of the day. Um, cool. So, first things first, I've got the sheet. Have you got it up? It's the the amount of points that we've got by team um, over the course of the season. So, yeah, I remember the first one of these we did, we reviewed every single game. We're not going to do that. We're going to just talk about the games. We'll talk about the players and then we'll get into the awards. And um, that'll take a long time. So, Chelsea, we got three points out of six. That's that's good. That's very uh, solid, yeah. Can give that a good... You agree, Jack? Yeah, three. I mean, you look at take the bias off. It's Chelsea. Realistically, that would be zero. Mm. Like they've won the league. Like to get anything really is a bonus out of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, City, naught points out of six. Disappointed or just expected? We we never do well against Probably City. Both. Yeah, expected going into the season to get nothing from that. But yeah. both games we were in, especially the game at home, I feel like we could have gotten at least a point from either of those. Yeah, I mean that the one away with the penalties. We were just talking just off air the. The big tackle from Ryan Mason uh, on Vincent Company to win the ball back and then smashing and then Ericsson smashing the ball home. That was a good moment of the season, but a bit disappointing. Arsenal, four points. Taking that all That's day long. Return. Good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that game away was absolutely brilliant. We'll, we'll come to that celebration uh, in a bit. Man United, one out of six. That's disappointing for me. Yeah, I mean, United, United's always, the away game's always tough. At home, Really, we got battered, and we I thought we were lucky to get a point at home. Yeah, and then the away game just didn't really turn up. So one out of six is probably fair. But Take that. you look at we've done well against some of recent seasons. I think we've picked up four in the last two seasons. So yeah. it's not bad. But it's what it is. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, because I mean, there's been some of the memories of recent seasons have been away at United, the three two, the two one. Scoring in Fergie time in the... Were you yeah. there for that one? The that snowy one. game. In the snow, yeah. Oh, man, that was such a good game. Um, Liverpool, zero points out of six. While we're here, let's talk about Liverpool. Um, absolute disgrace, uh, being 5-0 down at half-time. And I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> loving every minute of it. Because it was like... It reminded me of when um, United beat the Scum 8-2, when everything they were trying was just flying in. Now, I'm going to take... Rodgers came out and said, well, you know... Uh, if we'd if he'd spent 100 million pounds, you know we should have a plan. Um, Mario Balotelli, 16 million pounds. Emre Chan, 8 million pounds. Lalana, 25 million. Lambert, four. Lovren, 20. Markovic, 20. Origi, 10 million. A total of 103 million pounds. What an idiot that man is! It's a lot of money spent, isn't it? It's is a lot of money. There's some in there that, like, I think is not they're not bad signings. Like, he signed Lambert. He hasn't played. No. What, what if, reason? If we'd have signed Lambert in the summer for four million, I'd have been like, "That's not. That's that's fine. That's not a bad buy." He's not played him. Love from for twenty mil. Markovic for twenty mil is ridiculous. I, like, Markovic ridiculous. looked like a half decent player when he came in, but he's just not been that good. Lallana's for twenty five. I mean, come on. Yeah. Twenty five million for Lallana. He's a good player, but he's not. Is he free Ericsson's or no? How much do we pay for Ericsson? Like eight million. Yeah, but then flip it. Is he a soldado? Even on the bench, he's uh, about as effective. Bless him. Uh, 
Liverpool, a bit disappointing to get zero points from them. We never yeah, the we, away game we should have gotten something out of. Yeah, you were there? Yeah, I was there. Um, definitely deserved something. The home game, they had us pretty well covered for most of that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't show up. Saints, four points. I think I'll take that. It's all good. Yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Swansea, six out of six. We always do well against Swansea. <laughs> yeah. um, Stoke, Palace, we got one point between them. That That's... That is the 11 points, or at least eight, like you said, yeah. would have taken us in second. That's where we really, really dropped the points, I feel. Uh, Everton, six points. West Ham, four points. I mean, after last season and losing three games to them, you take that. Uh, West Brom, three points. I mean, that game at home was a disgrace. That was a shock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, game, the game away was pretty good. We just controlled it completely. It was one of those rare games where I just felt really relaxed. That goal where Harry took it really quickly and just smashed it. That was the second goal where he yeah. came inside and smashed it in the corner. That was a great goal. And then third was a penalty, am I right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Leicester, six points. It would have, I mean, I would rather have lost one of them and won the FA Cup game, but whatever Newcastle I mean why did we lose to Newcastle I mean that is, that, in retrospect especially given what happened in the second half of the season to Newcastle mm. that that's really terrible it's an embarrassment um, and that we were leading at halftime as well yeah no. didn't they score after about 10 seconds yeah. of the second yeah. half as well yeah M- uh, M-E-O-B Sunderland four points again it's, it's okay Villa three points should not be losing to Villa but they were in their little peak mm. Hull six points I think that's pretty good to, really because Hull are a hard team to play against Burnley again winning that game uh, we got four points and QPR six points so uh, season out of ten or A to E on the you know the school out scale of, out of ten Pochettino's first season I'll give it an eight Eight? He's done well. He's done like what more really could he have done? This like we were never going to get in the top four realistically. No. First season, no real big signings coming in. Like he's done as well as he could have done. So just but, just to be clear, where we we finished fifth, which is one up from last season, sixty four points, five fewer than last season. Europa League, we were knocked out in the round of thirty two, which was disappointing. FA Cup knocked knocked out in the fourth round by Leicester, which is the biggest disappointment. Capital One Cup final, runners up to Chelsea. Take it. Yeah, definitely. But like, I think that list of, of what points we got from what games really shows the type of teams we struggle to play against. Yeah. Like Stoke, Palace, West Brom. You know what they're all about. They're about getting in your face and making it hard to play against. And the fact we're beating Everton, Swansea, home and away, it yeah. just sums up like what we are as a team and what we lack. Good points. All right, then. Um, we're, we're nailing this. Let's quickly go through the team. Um, let's give them out of 10 for the season uh, first of all Hugo 10 uh, there's not it's not much be that you can, yeah. do you know what not I was, you can knock him for I was thinking last week I, I might have even said it on the pods how it's been ages since we've seen him rush out like a like a head case and then the first thing like that's what he did um, on the weekend he, and nothing came of it cause we, we, and we had cover anyway but I mean 10 out of 10 he he saved us so many points. I was watching. I rewatched that Chelsea game. That save from Azpilicueta is top class. Top yeah. class. He made one against Arsenal as well. I think it was from Welbeck, where he curled Similar. it. And, it yeah. and there was a header from Koscielny, which was a free header, basically yeah. from a corner. Um, Vaughan, interesting. Yeah, I mean, he had that shocking mistake against Leicester um, in oh. the FA Cup. Yeah, he just. Yeah. Aside from that, I mean, he's solid. Solid as a backup. Just needs a run, I feel. Needs to know who he's playing with and needs a run. Goal, I mean, I, I'm not a goalkeeper, but I can't imagine it's an easy position to just come in for a game. It's not like being a striker. If you come in and have a bad game, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. If you're a goalie coming in, 
like he did against Leicester and you make so a mistake. Seven out of ten. Six, seven out of ten. Six, yeah, he's not done 10. anything bad. He's not been amazing. He's been okay. And Brad, has he give played the, like five out of ten? Because I can't remember actually seeing him. I know he has played. He did play, yeah. I don't remember when, but I can't remember. Solid as usual. But we love him. We great we to watch him. in the warm ups as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, ben Davis. Um, very good when he played. Um, he had that fantastic tackle against Barney. I was going to say, yeah. do you remember that? Um, Unbelievable tackle against yeah. Barney. If you haven't seen it, just find the gif of it or wherever you want to find it. In the penalty area, he's, there's, there's only millimetres he can make that tackle and he makes a beautiful tackle against. And then also if you subscribe to the theory that the competition that he I do. Um, created with... Danny Rose helped Danny Rose improve then well Davis has had a fantastic season then <laughs> yeah. um, I think he's been okay I've been a, I was a, I'm a little bit disappointed to be honest when we got him I was really excited I thought this this guy can he's a great defender and he can play I'd give him a six I think he's been okay he has proved great competition for Rose but I think when he's come in and when he's had his chances he's not really taken them it's difficult being a fullback, isn't it? Because you, you've just got to do a job. You can't. You shouldn't be doing too much above and beyond. Yeah. It, the first job is to be a rock and then build on that, rather than go out and impress. And by that, I think he's done okay. There were times when I thought he's defensively better than Rose, but then Rose has been brilliant. Let's so out of ten, I'd give him a six because he's been okay. Just yeah, six. Um, Rose has been absolutely brilliant, and he he's has. just got better as well. Um, I mean, hair aside, I mean some of the balls he's put in. Have been unbelievable. He scored goals as well. Volleys too. Yeah. Yeah. We say, yeah, and he has scored more than Adeboy and Soldado combined. We said that last week, but he's just defensively, he's not making stupid tackles anymore. He's not pushing people over. He's not backing into people. I just think there's so many things he's doing that he wasn't doing before. Um, I nine out of ten, maybe eight. eight yeah, and a half nine for sure. I'd give him an eight, definitely. Yeah. Let's talk centre backs. Vertonghen. Tricky one, because after l- last season, we weren't sure. Last season, I think I could remember sitting in a room in the last show of the season going, just sell him, get the money for him and sell him, let's reinvest. But I think he's been consistent. I think he's been solid. I think he provides a good base from which you can just add a centre-back to him. You know, Fazio plays with one type of player, whereas Vertonghen you can sort of play, and he plays them well with full-backs as well. So you can see Walker is better when Vertonghen's in the side. And I think that's sort of captain's influence. And so he ranks quite highly for me. I think he grew into the season a little bit as well. I mean, yeah. early on when we had those losses to West Brom, to Stoke, to Newcastle, yeah. he looked like he was sulking a bit and it reminded me more of Vertonghen last season. But kind of moving into the second half of the season, after the Chelsea match, after the Arsenal match, he kind of grew into it and, and played a bit more of a leadership role than he had earlier. So, out of 10? Yeah, seven. Seven. See, for me, he's been one of our standout players the whole season. Yeah. Like, I think when we take him out, we don't look... I mean, he's, he's got his weaknesses, he has, but... When he's in the team, we just look. We look so much better differently. We look so much better in control games because yeah. he's great on the ball from the back, and his influence on Rose as well. Yeah, has been. I'd give him a nine. I his, think he's been brilliant. Your point on his his um, balls from the back is is spot on because I mean we are. I mean last year we had Dawson pinging them diagonals, and I can't tell you how frustrating that was. But now we don't. We have a ball, and I think Ben Taleb is to play, is part of that as well. Um, you're absolutely right. Right then, uh, let's get it over with. Kira Kez? Uh Terrible. I'm going to give him one. Maximum. Because there's been some times where he's been pretty good. And I feel this isn't taking the mickey. Some of the things he does is terrible. 
are terrible. The the running out with the ball when he really, really shouldn't, trying to do skill when he shouldn't, mistakes, handball. There's so many things that are just bad about his game. I can't think of any reason to give him more than a one. One is for turning up. and Well, he has got sent off, hasn't he? Yeah, he got yeah, sent off. against probably, yeah. Stoke. Yeah. Terrible player. Anything more? I, I just, I don't know what to say about him. Like he, there must be something there because we paid a decent amount of money for him and we weren't the only club in for him. And I'm hearing that even now, Fiorentina and all the giants in Italy are in for him. So there Bite must the be something. Yeah, there yeah. must be something that he's not showing. But yeah, one. One, one out of ten. Um, just go. Just leave leave the club. I can't think of a, a good use for you. Um, Kabul. From what we see, saw of him, sometimes he was he was. I mean, he's he's a captain. Yeah, I'm, I'm reluctant to give him such a low number, almost entirely based on his North London derby performance. Yeah, away at the Emirates. That's a really good. Point. That is one of the um, best performances I've ever seen from a Tottenham captain against Arsenal. Like oh, ever. That yeah. was so yeah. good. And then he hasn't played, so we can't knock him for that. And we don't know whether the rumours are true. So what are you going to give him? Six? Yeah. Seven? No, no, no. I'd give him a five. Just because just we haven't seen him. Kind of yeah. leave him at average, yeah. I'd give him a six. I thought when he played, he was all right. Yeah. And then he was in and out of the team. And then we just... He, he might be dead. Like, we've just, just yeah, not yeah. heard from him. Like, I haven't seen him in an interview. I don't know what his voice sounds like. You know, he's just one of the players who I don't really have a relationship with him. He know? wasn't yeah. at the, the parade after the last game either. He no. wasn't there, like... Okay. He's obviously gone. Like, he's yeah. obviously gone. Uh, Fazio? Difficult one, I think, for Fazio. Fazio frustrates me a lot because he's a really big centre-back who plays like a very small centre-back. And he loses contests in the air that he shouldn't lose. Um, and he often tries to do things that he shouldn't be trying to do, like he did against Chelsea running out from the back in the 5-3. Yeah. Um, I think overall he's solid and he's good to have kind of in a rotation of four centre-backs. I wouldn't want him to be kind of the centre-back that we rely on frequently. Um, but I'd give him, you know, a six. six. Better than average, but not much not much higher than that. Okay, well, a six. I'd agree with that. I'd give him a six. I feel there are certain Premier League games that are tailor-made for him. And then there are some yeah. which are just, just no. Just there are don't. some games where I can remember him just winning the header every time. It might have been Stoke. I know we lost the Stoke game. Or there's just somewhere he just won. He might have been bullying um, Benteke, I think even though we lost that game as well. But there were some games where he was just very dominant. Mm. Um, and it's almost like, you know, you get A plus or B plus. I, it's like a six plus for me. He's not a seven, but he's not a bad six, I think. He's been a little bit of a disappointment. I was really excited when we signed him. So it was like, oh, he's the, the captain. He's come yeah. over from Spain, like Argentine international. Like He knows the game. He's played Champions League. Captain, yeah, yeah. sort of like, this guy's going to be really good. He's, like, he's an upgrade on Dawson. Sort of not sure, but yeah. he's only had one season, so this yeah. is his first season. You'd think next year he could go on to be a half decent player. Yeah, him and Vertonghen at the back, consistent. That's that would be my pairing at the moment. Although it looks like we're signing this Vimmer, um, which would be great. We'll talk more about that. I've loved Dyer though this season. Dyer, I've loved Dyer. Let's talk about Dyer. I think Dyer shows so much potential. He's he looks absolutely brilliant, and I mean he gave one of the moments of the season. I mean we started the season with a Kane assist, Dyer goal. It was reversed to finish it. I mean, that ball he put in on the weekend was, was superb. I mean, no one can defend that. Do you remember Ericsson put in three balls last year, second half of last year? I think it was Swansea away, maybe, yep. where Kabul scored, Adeboyle scored, and they couldn't not score because they were perfect, like behind the last man, but in, too far in front of the goalkeeper. That was that, was that. But then he's just, he's very good. Very, very. And we play him out of position, and he's still pretty good at right back. 
Out of 10? I'd okay. give him an 8. Like, I think he's been one of our standout defenders. Like so He's played multiple positions. He's 20 years old as well. <laughs> so like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he look, I mean, he looks at the sheer size of him as well, and you think... Yeah. Like he's gonna, he will be an England centre back. Like if he if he keeps doing what he's doing, like hundred percent, he'll get fifty caps for England. Like he looks the real deal. He, like he's one of the players that really excites me because you think he's twenty now. I think in five years, like what if he keeps the way he's going? What what are his levels going to be at? Like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, hopefully we can sign someone on the right so that he can get a more consistent run in the centre. Well, we're about to sign that Burnley fella, aren't we? Yeah, Trippier. Uh, Trippier. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be. Um, and then we've also got um, the wire as well um, let's talk about Walker disappointment really um, I've always feel like I'm always trying to like him I always really want him to do well and I always feel he's one of them players that fans love you know other opposition fans think he's brilliant we're actually we're, we're a bit like hang on he makes a lot of mistakes he's good because you can hear him uh, pacing forward you can see him pacing forward but uh, defensively he is a bit terrible at times he sort of reminds me at the moment of the position that Danny Rose was in this time last year. I yeah, that's a good point. Like it's quite a similar. So you'd hope that he can see that because if you think to maybe we should go back to having twenty eight on the back of his shirt because he was great when he was number twenty eight. Like yeah. if he could get back to those levels when he was well, he was England's first first choice right back. Like yeah. that doesn't go away overnight. He's just had a difficult season. Yeah, yeah. I remember thinking watching Dyer's ball go in on the weekend that I hadn't seen. Walker do anything like that in so long that yeah it's true yeah it's been disappointing for sure okay and we only saw the wire for one game so we'll leave that um, Ben Taleb I'm going to give him nine straight away he's been my favourite player to watch this season he is absolutely superb only characterised by the fact he went to left back and was a brilliant left back on the weekend he's got touch I think He's so different from where he was last year. He's grown. He's strong. He's he's now an international player. He's shooting. He's passing. He's he is he's one of my favourite players. He 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 remind the love I have for him is the love I have for Modric. That intelligent ball playing does a lot of the hard work that you don't notice. I think he's absolutely brilliant. I'll let someone else talk about him. Yeah, I agree. I think Bentel has been fantastic this season. I'd easily give him a nine. I think it's important next season for him to differentiate the role he plays in the midfield a little yeah. bit so and that depends on who we either bring in or who ends up playing next to him yeah whether or not he's the kind that sits back and plays further back or whether or not he pushes further forward yeah. um so i think that's something to look forward to next season yeah uh, but yeah he's been fantastic not much i can say against him he's one of the five i think it was tony adams said you need five to back you up in the tunnel he's one of the five who would who would kick off you know i respect that i love him I love yeah. i've got uh, all season i've gone on about him like he has been He's another one, what is he, 19, 20 as well. I, yeah, yeah. I'd give him at least a nine, if not a 10. Like, yeah. I can't think of a game where I've gone, we need to take him off. Like, yeah, yeah. I've not said that at any point. And no. like, his, he plays the game like someone in their mid-30s, like in that position and just his control and his awareness. Yeah. And I agree with what you were saying. If I think he's got more to offer than the role he's playing now. I yeah. think he's got all the characteristics of someone that, can go on and score 10 goals a season yeah. but he's obviously playing in the position where we need him to control games if you were to go and bring in someone like Schneiderlin just say he'll sit in there and Bennett can go and do your stuff further forward Yeah, yeah. think like the damage he does from where he is think what he could do if we got him 15 yards yeah, high but he's been I can't I can't speak because like, I'm smiling yeah. sitting there yeah, talking yeah, like yeah, that he's so good you know um, when Real Madrid sold Makaleli is that right? yeah Makaleli Makaleli um Zidane said it's all very and they I can't remember who they bought in. Um might have been Beckham, but I'm not sure. Um but they um 
Zidane said, well, it's all nice that we've got a new gold uh, coat of paint on the car, but we sold the engine. That's what Bentleb is for us. Um, let's talk about Mason. I had huge hopes for Mason. So I, I just loved, I loved his energy. I loved his aggression. His shot was brilliant. Um, he just, he's, and he's, he's, he's a Tottenham boy, you know, and I love that about him, but he's just petered off, hasn't he? I don't know whether he's just knackered or he just isn't, he's just peaked and we, we, this is as far as he'll go. I, I'm hoping that's not true. I don't think it's true, but he's been a bit disappointing. I think he was all right against Everton and showed that he can be better than he had been for the last month or so. And that pass last week as was well. was fantastic, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he was a really important player for us this year. Yeah. Coming off last year where the squad lacked a lot of character and we'd go a goal down and there would just be no hope of coming back. No one with any real grunt in the midfield. Yeah. Um, Mason's been really important for that, kind of that tackle he put on against Ozil in the North London derby. Oh, yeah. Um, some really tough tackling and... He never drops his head, which is really important and something we That's were lacking point. massively. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you that he has a lower ceiling, I think, certainly than Bentaleb and, yeah. and other of the young players that we've got. Yeah, He's been great for us. Like if you think back to the start of the season when none of us were even thinking about him, to now being like, oh, he's, he's only been playing at a 7 out of 10, like, is that good enough? Yeah. Like, He's a big game player. I think yeah, back yeah. to the, the, the big matches he's played. I mean, he made his, his Premier League debut away to Arsenal. Like let's not forget <laughs> yeah. that. And like he was brilliant. And like the Arsenal home game, he was great. Although we got thumped up at City, he played really well. He's a big game player, but I sort of feel like he's one of them players where, if someone like Stoke comes to the lane and they've got eleven men behind the ball, maybe he's not he's got not the qualities to, to open them up. But yeah. in a game where you need you need someone to sort of dig in and lead from the front, he's your man. Yep. But he's had a good season. I'd give I'd give him a, a seven out of ten definitely for someone who's come in from nowhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and there's you can see there's room to improve. I'm I'm looking forward to next season for him, um, and having some support because we've we've been lacking. Because let's do Kapu and Stambouli together because we haven't seen enough of them at all. They should be fighting for that place, and we just haven't seen them. Well, Kapu seems to have been part of that. Whatever rumor's been going on with Kabul, so he he disappeared massively. Um, and Stambouli, I'm not even sure if it was necessary to sign him in the first place. Mm. I and mean, we had a very crowded central midfield already. Um, and he just hasn't had any op- had he hasn't had any opportunities to so just um, na yeah just ignore him uh, Dembele I th- I think he needs to move on I love him I just can't see where he fits into our team I you agree know? Uh, he doesn't have the end product to be a no, central attacking true. midfielder and he's too slow on the ball and holds it for too long to play any deeper than that I think yeah yeah, yeah. I think it's an attitude thing with Dembele as well because yeah, he's got he's got all the attributes. He shouldn't be playing at Tottenham. He should be playing at a Chelsea or Man City. Yeah, okay. look at what he's got. What's he not as a player? What's he not got? Sure. Yeah, final we've seen him. We've seen him. Squ- we know that he can score goals. I, I can remember like that three. But though, when he gets in around that that area, like, honestly, I'm so frustrated with him because I think he can be. He can, should that's, be one of our key players. He yeah. should be one of our key players. But he's obviously quite content just just doing being it. at Tottenham and coming on for half hour and. Not, is that Six. the type of player you really want? Six I'd out give ten. him a five. No. I don't think he's yeah. really done enough. That's fair enough. Like, yeah. uh, Townsend? Wow. Four? I just... I, he he isn't good enough. He's he's quick, but and people like speed, but that isn't good enough. The The problem with speed is you go, he goes nowhere very quickly and he ends up doing nothing very quickly. This feels like a personal vendetta because I like the bloke. I just don't think he's right for Tottenham. I, I just don't. It's a, I mean, it's a really difficult one because there are glimpses of brilliance and you see what he does for England and you're like, wow, this, you know what, this kid can play and then... He takes a penalty. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one. Like, if you, 
if someone comes in with a decent offer, I'd imagine we'll move yeah. him on. But he's still young as well. Like this is the thing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. It's always the Townsend Lennon debate. That's what everyone always has. It's like, got to, yeah. Who would you rather have? Because they're a very similar type of player. But I don't know. Like if if money come, I wouldn't be disappointed if he went. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed if he stayed. I'm quite neutral yeah. on him. Like squad player, yeah. I take him. And he, for the, when teams are behind the ball. It's difficult for him to play, but when teams come and play, actually, he's quite useful. He does have something to offer which none of our other wide men do, which That's is very the sheer true. pace. That's very true. And he, he did seem to calm down on the shooting from shooting on site. I'll, I'll up him to a five. Any any point? No, I, I'd agree. We lack pace, and he provides that. I think there's a lot of players that we could bring in that could provide it and provide something else that yep. he doesn't bring. Um, but for now, I, I wouldn't be comfortable getting rid of him. Um, okay. Lamella. Oh, I'm a huge rap for Lamella. I like Lamella a lot. Go on then. I think he's been hmm. good all year and had a few very annoying habits that lasted longer than we would have liked, like giving the ball away, running into dead ends. But recently in the past month or so, maybe a little more, we've seen him grow a lot. And and we've seen, hopefully, a base from which he can kick on and grow even more next season. Yeah. Um, he's picked a couple of great passes. He's been really involved in the game, hasn't been losing the ball. Uh, yeah, I love him. And he provides great pressing as well. Yeah, and he, you're right. And he's peaking just at the wrong time, isn't he? Because he came back from injury, like quite a bad injury where he's out for a long time and you don't just come back from that. And now we're beginning to see the the contribution again. And that's why we haven't seen Townsend for a week because actually the Mellor's doing a half-decent job. Out of 10? Um, I'd give him a six. I think he's been... This is his first, it's, this is his first yeah. proper season as well. But... I think I said it last week, and I've said it earlier in the season. I would love to see him playing centrally. Oh, because yeah, because yeah, like yeah. he's got, he goes past a man with such ease. Like he's literally just chop the shoulder, and he'll be, he'll be and past. He's got someone. a shot on him. He's got a shot that on him. That Burnley like, goal was superb. Exactly. Like my only criticism of him is he's not doing enough to impact the games. Like he's not picking the ball up and yeah, score. Yeah. Like do you know, what I mean, he doesn't do enough at the moment. But yeah. I don't see any reason why he won't do that in the coming season. Okay. I think importantly as well, he would like to see himself play centrally. Yeah, because yeah. even when he's playing on the right, you look up half the time and he's just sitting centrally waiting to receive the ball. So yeah. I think that's probably where he's headed at some point at least. Uh, Chadley. I mean, I'm going to give him a nine straight away because he has been absolutely superb. He's dealt with the death of his dad, which for a young man must be the, one of the hardest things ever. For And he seems like quite a family-orientated man as well from where he's been last year where no one really cared about him to coming through and making that position his. He must be one of the first names on the team sheet, scoring some important goals. Um, he's won us many points with his goals, or he scored the first goal. He's always in the right place at the right time. I'm a, I'm a big Chadley fan, an intelligent player. Yeah, I'm a massive fan. I mean, you can rely on him to you know, nick a goal at any point in a game. Yeah. Like What I love about him is you never see him give the ball away. That's what I love. Like if He'll receive it from midfield, he'll look up, He'll try and play forward. If there's nothing, he'll, he'll keep the ball. I love it. He won't, you don't really see him trying an outrageous shot from 40 yards or anything stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like if his first option's not on, he gives it easy, and I really like that. It's, if you mixed him and Townsend, so his speed, Townsend's speed with Chadley's everything else, I think he'd have a brilliant, brilliant mm. player. A brilliant player. Um, Ericsson. 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 Uh, go on. Um, Ericsson... It's tough. If you split the season right down the middle, the first yeah. half would be absolutely fantastic, 10 out of 10. Um, and since then, uh, maybe a four. Um, but overall, a little disappointing, given that I think he hasn't grown from what he was last year. Um, 
I, I, he's a young player and he should be progressing. I didn't see much progression from what he was giving us last year. Um, he scored some vital goals. Um, he was one of only three goal-scoring players that we had, really, Chad Lee, Kane, and Erickson. Um, so it's tough to rate him poorly, given all the points he won us. But yep. his last half of the season has been just shocking. It has been poor. He has been responsible for some of the, for win, probably w- for winning us a lot of points. Not as many as Kane, but winning us a lot of very important yeah. points. And he's in a quite a difficult position where we've got two very deep white players. We've got two players who are out wide. He's just stuck in the middle behind another striker. Um, obviously, because I'm just describing <laughs> what his job is. But I think he's got quite a hard job. And he has been disappointing. And I've talked about that enough. But... There's also been some things which he's done which no one else on our team can do. Free kicks, um, winning us games, and that's been incredible. I think one thing that he, I don't feel that he gets enough credit for is the space that he provides to Kane with his runs. Yeah. If you look at the Chelsea game, like this is the most highlighted one, the positions that he pulled Matic into, yeah, and then yeah. literally you see two of our midfielders just bombing. Like, he does so much of that, which really you don't get any credit for that at all so and like, you're giving him out I'd give him a 7 yeah, me start too. of the season brilliant he's petered off a little bit but he's had no competition he's played a lot of games yep. there's not been heaps to play for but he's still had a good season I think cool three players left unless I'm missing anyone Adeboyer and Soldado let's do them together I'm not bothered to be honest Adeboyer can go the problem with Adeboyer is ignore his PR stunts which are on his Facebook page as sad as they are, he's paid. A, he's our highest paid player. Um, he's got responsibility to the club. It, it, he's not good enough. Um, you're the best goal you've seen against us is at the Boyle's goal. Like yeah. when he played for yeah. the scum, um, he is. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. it's an incredible goal, and he could be doing that every week. I was watching the Tottenham um, Newcastle game over the weekend. He was incredible in that game as well. Four assists and a goal. He, there's so many things he can do for us he just doesn't and for that I'm going to give him a three because there have been some good things I mean I've, honestly I think a three is generous Cause I, look, I look at what he's done this season and what has like, honestly what has he done I can't remember him doing anything I remember him scoring I think it was the fourth goal against QPR and we beat him 4-0 but I mean I don't even then that was very close to the keeper I don't really like, I don't know what what he's done at all like genuinely Kirikes has offered more this season than Adebayor has like yeah. So like yeah. if I'll give Kirikas a one, yeah, I'll, I'll give him Adebayor a half. Okay, right? which is a shame because he's such a talented player. Yeah, that's the frustrating thing. Mm. We've got high standards for him, and we're paying him high money. Um, Soldado, this is one I feel sorry for. It's got to be a six because he scored one from open play that goal against Villa. Ridiculous for a, a striker. And if you go back and watch his games for Sevilla, he was an incredible striker. Like just goals, not for Tottenham. Time to go, basically. Would you give him a six? Yeah, because he did do some good things. I think it's pretty generous. Yeah, I'm really he, generous. I think he's got. <laughs> I think he's gotten enough playing time. You know, he he hasn't played much, but he's gotten enough that he certainly should have more than one goal from open play. I'd give him a, a yeah. three and a half or a four. Danny Rose has got more goals from open play. Well, yeah. like we keep on talking about, but just be in the right position. Um, yeah. I think if Soldado's willing to be third choice, so we ship off Ade, bring someone into play second to Kane, and if Soldado's willing to be third choice then he's good to keep around. But aside from that, I'd be getting rid of him. Finally. Our boy Harry Kane. It's got to be a 10, isn't it? It's got to be like, you look at what he's done. No one would have expected any... If I'd have said at the start of the season he'll score yeah, yeah. six league goals, you'd be like, that, that would be it's not It's good bad. to put it into context. He only came on in the Villa game because we he was just a last resort, a change yeah. of plan. 
He scored the deflected goal and then suddenly he had something about him and he just hasn't stopped scoring. I mean, and it ha- it hasn't been in... He's not a flat-track bully. He scored a hat-trick. He scored long shots, short shots, left foot, right foot, header. I mean, we talk about it every week, apart from the last four weeks where he hasn't scored. He has been absolutely superb. Assisting as well. It's nine and a half, nine. For me. One thing as well that I love, I was watching the highlights for Manchester and they were talking about this Harry Kane goal drought, four games it's been. Like yeah. if that, do you know what I mean? That's the type of like league that people are putting him now. If he's not scored in four, well, he's, play, he's playing absolutely terribly. Like yeah, yeah. When most strikers would go four, five, six games a season a couple of times without scoring. Like he's been brilliant. It gives me pride as well. That's the thing. Is it gives me pride to see him play for England. I've, I haven't cared about an England game, obviously, for a long time. <laughs> but... You know, you still, because they're the players you watch on a weekly basis. Wales doesn't exactly have the players you see on a weekly basis. So, But, it, I mean, how happy were you when he scored his internet on his debut? It was baby? brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. And like, you saw how happy he was. And yeah. it's like, you go on Twitter and everyone's, he's one of our own and all that. Like, it was a brilliant moment for you him. You can see how much it means to him when he scored against us, scum. When, you can see him tearing up when he was going around the ground. Um, it's been a great season for him. Tricky season next season, but let's enjoy this one. Uh, Pochettino T- tricky one because I, I think he's been uh, I think he's he's done well let me see um, let me read a quote from Pochettino I've got three quotes we need to Im- we need time to improve stamp our philosophy and change the mentality you have to be brave to give young players the possibility uh, to play you need to take risk Pochettino he's certainly done that like I mean, I've been going. I've been going to Spurs for a while. Not been going for for loads of years, but I've seen quite a few managers in the time that I've been going there, and I've never seen someone stamp their philosophy and directly see a change in how we play from game one to game thirty-eight. Like what he's done this season with how we set up and how we play is incredible. Like he's had, like I said at the start of the show, could he have done any more this season? It's a cup final and it's fifth. Yeah, like genuinely, no, he couldn't. Victories have done. against Arsenal and Chelsea exactly. as well. Yeah, one in the big games, which we've been moaning about for the last few years, which we haven't done. Granted, we've lost some stupid games, but you look at what he's done, what he's done with young players. He's yeah. not afraid to chuck in Mason. He gives Kane and Bentaleb responsibility. If we back him in the market, and he, like, he who knows where we could be next year? He doesn't bend over for the fans, and he doesn't have a go at him. He, he manages them quite well. He always he gives them the respect they deserve, um, and there's. Harry Kane said, I feel the fittest and in the best shape I've ever felt. In pre-season, there were double sessions and the gaffer did a lot of work getting us fit. At times you were pushing yourself to the limit, but we're really seeing the benefit. And we did see the benefit. And he really needs to work on his defensive strategy and defensive coaching skills. But he's a young manager. You know, if we're giving Bentaleb and Dyer and Rose and Kane all these chances to make mistakes, we've got to give our manager time to make mistakes. I think if there's three strikes against him overall, one would be the captaincy decision at the beginning of the year. He had just come in. You can forgive that for sure. Second would be some of his selection. Um, The starting 11 was pretty stagnant for a while and things weren't working. Probably should have switched it up. Some questionable decisions um, here and there. But overall, you know, you can forgive that as well. It's his first first year. Um, and then again, defensively, we've been pretty poor, um, and I don't think that's necessarily a personnel problem. I think it's a coaching problem. Sure. It's something that he can grow in as well. As you said, he's young, so all of those are are rectifiable for next year. Go on then, out of ten. Oh, easily an eight, seven, eight. eight. Yeah, seven. Yeah. I'd give him. I an think eight. we're about there as well. Um, just before we get to the awards, I've got some stats. Harry Kane became the first Tottenham player to score thirty goals in seasons since Gary Lineker in nineteen ninety two. Um, and the first player to do it in the Premier League era. I mean, this is a big deal. 
Um, Spurs have conceded as many goals this season as Burnley, who were relegated, but scored more than any team outside the top four at 58. Take that. Um, but wouldn't we rather see that? Like as a fans, because we had the opposite with AVB where we were so tight defensively. Yeah. Like, what's better to see us leaking goals or us not no, scoring as many? Because it's difficult to get the balance, right? I'd difficult. much rather see we're scoring four goals and letting three in than winning one nil. Yeah, I'd rather beat Chelsea 5 3 than win one nil. Uh, Tottenham have played more games this season across all competitions than any other team in the Premier League at 56, which is a lot of games. I mean, it's it's more than an extra half a season. That's two Premier League. Well, no, it's not actually. My maths is off. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, extra half. I'm not an accountant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get to the awards. Um, so I put the, the awards out on our new Facebook page. So we're moving away from the one that's called the Football Fancast for obvious reasons. And we're moving to... Um, Facebook.com slash Echoes of Glory. And we also put it on Reddit. So I've got Dan and Andrew, who obviously aren't with us. I've got my results. I've got Javad, friend of the, well, co-host of the show. Um, Zach, the big Z. I've got Nathan Cavin, Cavin, uh, Matt Jarvis. And then I've got loads of people from Reddit. So I've got AirZ23S underscore Coffee, Koi's 1989, Arkisel, Possibility Zero, Smokey815, Punt Madman5445, Naz Nazim, Bovine Jumpsuit, John87000, Line of the North, London Man007 Bond, so Spursy, Crisco7. Um, they've all voted. We've got a lot of the same answers, so I won't read out everybody's individual answers, but if there's any that stand out, I'll give them to you. So, player of the season. Everyone has said Kane, apart from... Arxicle, who says Larice, and Smokey815, who says Rose, as does London Man 007 Bond. So, how do you, f- where, where are you voting on player of the season? I've been debating this all day. Yeah. You can't not have Harry Kane there, but I'm going to go Bentaleb. I'm going to go Bentaleb as well. Because um, Kane. He deserves credit, Kane, for everything he's done. He <laughs> does. Like, he does. He massively does. Like, he massively does. But How like, are we judging this? Because it, is it biggest contribution to the team? In which case, it's either Kane or Lloris. Is it most improved? Well, no, because we've got a category for that. How are you judging your player of the year? I'm giving it to Kane um, just for overall contribution. Um, you can include other factors, but best player of the year just has to go for what they gave us. And Kane scored 30 goals this year, 31 goals this year. You can't look past that. From November. Yeah. So that's either a really, really good thing or a really, really... We're missing out August, September, October, three months of the season in which Bentleb was playing really well. We should pro-rata Kane's goals to see yeah, yeah, how yeah. many he would have got. I mean, by numbers, it, it, it has to go to Kane. I mean, Rose is up there for me, but he's going to win some other awards, I think. So Kane or Bet. I mean, it has to be Kane by numbers, but Bentleb in second place. Goal of the season. A lot of different... A lot of differences here. So we've got Kane's second one versus Chelsea, where he picks up the ball with his back to mm. Matic, rolls Matic, like I haven't seen Matic rolled. And then he, he goes to strike, pauses, and then hits it through John Terry's legs and into the bottom right and bottom left-hand corner. Um, superb goal. That was my favourite out of the other, the other ones. We've got Chadley versus QPR, which for, oh, the, yeah. for, the uh, 42... No, yeah, the 42-pass move. 
Um, is that when Lamella sets him up right and goes? Yeah, well, yeah. We, every person on the on the team touched it. It went backwards and forwards, backwards and rounds, and it was like the Argentina goal in the World Cup. And then Lamella drives forward, lovely diagonal to the left, chips it over. Chudley takes it on the chest, lets it drop, and then hits it over the keeper with his left foot. Love that goal. Lamella versus Burnley. That was a great goal. That was a really good goal because we were struggling. Um, we went one nil down if I remember. And then Lamella picks up the ball on the right-hand side, just cuts in. Beautiful curling shot around the left. What else we got? Kane's first one versus Chelsea. So just, mm. I don't know how he does it, picking up the ball really deep on the left-hand side. I don't know what he's doing there anyway, actually thinking about it. He comes in, dodges Matic, goes in front of Fabregas and shoots from the right-hand side of the box to the left. Beautiful goal. That Rabona, um, I'm not a fan of it, but... <laughs> It's a PlayStation goal. Ericsson free Wait, kick. you're not a fan of the Rabona? No, I hate it. We, we've talked about this because it, it it symbolizes everything I don't want him to do. Do the simple things. And where's your right foot? Um, Ericsson free kick versus Sheffield United. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm purring over that one. Kane second versus Chelsea. Kane versus Chelsea. Lamella Rabona, Ericsson. Oh, Kane versus Chelsea. So um, no one... I want to throw in a nomination for Chadley's volley against Stoke. Yes, that's my nomination. Where, yeah, I think Rose crosses it in, and Chadley's on an incredibly tight angle, and he smashes it first time Absolutely into the roof of the net. Absolutely levers it a cracking in. goal. Yeah, just control and poise. That, that's my vote. That's mine. And we've also got Mason versus Forrest, which is a great goal. The don't shoot, the famous don't shoot. Uh, what else have we got? I've got another one. Go on. Ericsson against Southampton in the 1-0 home win. Yes, Best team goal of the season. It's better than the forty-three pass goal. Yeah. Honestly, like it Go was, on, describe it. So it was picked up. I think it's Danny Rose in the left back position. Fizzes it into Soldado, who lays it off. It was a brilliant one-two of Ericsson, and then Ericsson just drills it in the bottom left corner. It was such a good goal because yeah. they were just impossible to break down Southampton. And bang, 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 three passes. That's the best team goal that I've seen all season. And did anyone? We've mentioned Kane's header, right? We haven't mentioned no Kane's header. No I mean, Well, there's that one. We've got the moment of the season award after this. I mean, but that header was absolutely incredible because I mean, most headers these days are, are touches rather than headers. This was a, a neck muscle breaking the and ball. And Eric Dyers as well. Okay, Eric, West Ham has got to be amazing, up there, like, just driving through the middle. It was just because it's so funny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the other one I was going to mention? Uh, I can't remember. I remember one more. Go on. Just to throw Chadley against Swansea at home. Oh, yeah. Rose put a ball in and he sort of like cushioned volleyed it into the corner of the inside of his foot. That was oh, a really lovely. nice goal. We've also had um, two Ericsson like last minute drives from the edge of the box. I think we had Swansea away. And Hull in the rain. Hull, yeah. Hull in the rain. That, that was just a beautiful aesthetic. Yeah. Um, so, go on then. Give me your top three and we'll go down to a short list. Ericsson against Southampton. Yeah. Kane against Arsenal. Yeah. Chadley against Swansea. Yeah. Um, yeah. My top three in no particular order would be Chadley against Stoke. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give the Rabona a shout. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And <laughs> Don't apologise for your opinion. <laughs> um, and then I'll go for Kane's against Chelsea. Spinning Matic. Uh, Chadley Stoke. Um, the Ericsson free kick against Sheffield United because that took mm. us to Wembley, um, and it was the per it was perfect. And then it, I want four because I want to put the ones in because the, the, it has to be the Arsenal the header. Um, 
And what are we going to go for? I think the the Kane one against Arsenal. Fine. I Kane against Arsenal. Because yeah. you take into account his, his debut. He hates the Arsenal. We were down 85 minutes and we were battering him. And then he's got Bentleb just given the, the he was given the, the key to N17. He had all the time in the world. Perfect cross straight on his head. And he beat a spinner with a looping header across him. And I haven't felt that feeling. I was with you. I haven't felt that feeling in so long. Like, it, there's nothing. That's what you go to football for. There's no, I can't think of anything else in the world um, that gives you that, that just feeling in your gut. And it, it was incredible. If they could bottle that, that oh, I'd buy it. I'd buy it, yeah. <laughs> right then, hotly contested moment moment of the season. So this could be anything. So the moment we've got Kane's celebration versus the Arsenal, um, which was wonderful. Kane's winner versus the Woolwich, beating Chelsea. Kane's winner, Kane's two goals against Chelsea, beating Chelsea. Kane's winner, Kane's celebration, Dyer versus West Ham, beating Chelsea. Er- Ericsson's last minute winner against Sheffield United, or Sodardo's goal against Everton. Uh, Kane's winner, Kane's winner, Kane's celebration, Dyer scoring on his debut, Kane's free kick versus Villa, which was great, because that was the last minute goal. Great moment, yeah. Townsend's penalty against Chelsea before half-time, because that changed it from being tight to actually we're two goals ahead of him. Beating the scum, beating the scum. Um, that's it. I've got one that's not been mentioned. Go on. Pochettino and Dyer away at Liverpool. What Do you know what I'm talking about? No. So. There was a bit in play where we were getting we were getting absolutely battered by Liverpool, and Dyer got the ball sort of in the inside right position in our half, and he's absolutely lumped a long ball forward, and we've won a corner out of it, and all the fans were like, "Oh, well played!" And it cuts to Pochettino, and he was absolutely doing his nut, and he, he's shouting at Dyer, and he says, "No long balls, no long balls. We play football." And like yeah, for me, that. that like that moment, there was there was Levine of it. That was the standout moment of the season. To have a manager who will stick to his philosophy yeah, yeah. even when a long ball's correct. That's how we beat Swansea, wasn't it? Because they had the ball in the in their right-back position. They wouldn't lump it and we took it off them to Ericsson who scored. But I mean, I just loved, I just loved it. Like, it was me- just so good. Do you remember when we were beating Chelsea? There's a, there was a brilliant vine and it's on the coverage where Mourinho is just mumbling away and then um, <laughs> and Pochettino just, just gives him a face, just shakes his head and walks off because we've got him. We've got him. I'll um, throw in a nomination for please do. Chadley celebration against Arsenal away, especially with the shot from behind Ozil with the Spurs fans on the left and, yeah. and Scum on the right. Um, and Chadley shushing them. Fantastic. Never a yellow card, but that's the fantastic shortlist. celebration. Chadley sh- um, shushing. We've got Dyer's goal because it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Um, and then we'll, we'll do a Pochettino one. Um, Seemed like most of the nominations were for Kane against Arsenal though, the last well, minute. You but he's just won that as goal of the goal of the year. Oh, fair point, fair point. But then in terms of moment, it's either Dyer or Kane. Can we give it to Dyer because Kane yeah, Dyer's goal against that, West Ham, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Right then, a positive one um, mistake of the year. So Kirikes in general, so signing Kirikes, playing Kirikes, um, Andrew who can't be with us today, attempting to watch Burnley over the worst Wi-Fi connection ever. There's a lot of things wrong with that. Um, the game at Old Trafford, lots of mistakes there. Soldado versus Fiorentina, mm. Kirikes, Fazio, mistake versus Fiorentina as well, giving that ball away. Not sure if you remember, but Kirikes pushing the ball away against Besiktas in the 89th minute. I mean, that was an absolutely horrendous. And that is why we played Fiorentina rather than, that's why we came second in the group rather than um, first in the group and 
absolutely horrendous. Someone's uh, said Kane in goal, <laughs> which I think is funny more than a big mistake. Soldado Fiorentina, Soldado Fiorentina. Mason slip against Southampton, where we oh yeah conceded Kane's goalkeeping. Soldado Fiorentina, uh, not giving Lennon more of a chance. That's an interesting one. I think I think it is interesting because um, it's Soldado against Fiorentina. For me, I think it's tough to look past that. Vorm against Leicester. Oh yeah, yeah. out of the FA Cup. That's yeah. the one that really sticks out in my mind. But the thing is, like that, that we could have. That was one minute out of ninety. Whereas, like Soldado, that could have changed so many things. I mean, we would have played more games, but no. Go on though. What is it? Yeah, for me, it would be Soldado against Fiorentina. All right. I mean, that was just in a run of really crucial games right around Wembley. I mean, we needed to come out of one of those with a win and, and he botched that pretty terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Most improved. Um, easily, it's between Bentaleb, Chadley, Rose or Kang. I think it's got to be Rose. Rose or Chadley. Not and I don't, Mason yeah. as well. Um, it's got to be Rose or Chadley. I mean, Kane's gonna, has won enough awards. Um, Bentaleb as well. I, Rose or Chadley. It's got to be Rose because Chadley was good and he got better. Rose was out. Yeah, people wanted Rose gone. I mean, yeah. he was... People wanted Rose dead. That's <laughs> 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 funny. Worst haircut, Rose and Chadley and Lamella. Uh, Chadley for that top knot. Where this that the samurai that was bad, wasn't it? But People Rose, forget that Kapu had the same haircut as Rose does now, yeah. early in the season as well. That so it's got to be between those two. Adebayo had like the crops, didn't he, at one point? Which oh, yeah, yeah, weird. yeah. It's got to be Rose or... It's got to be Rose. Don't come out in red. Um, which one is it? Yeah, it's, let's give it to Rose. Yeah, Rose. But Rose was meant to be going purple. Whereas Kapu... I think that makes it even worse. That's why I'd give it to Rose. But Kapu went red. That's true. Kapu went red. It's a, I mean, it's slim pickings, isn't it, really? <laughs> they can have a joint award for the worst red haircut. Um, and then we're into awards that have been given to us uh, by the people. So let me hide these. So best use of social media. Uh, definitely not at Spurs official. Um, Townsend and Soldado have a good bit of banter. That they're the two yeah. nominations. That was from Ayres23 Coffee. Um, he says Townsend because he always gets burnt and he doesn't care. I, yeah. I quite like him on, twi- on Twitter. So a joint award. Um, the most calm player we've got is quite a nice one. He, again, from Air Twenty Three Coffee says, "Die not once reacting to Costa in the final," which was brilliant because Costa is a wind-up merchant. Mm. Anymore, um, calm players. Kane, well, this Cahill took Rose out after just like the second he kicked the ball and really took him out. But Kane got kicked by him on the floor. I mean, it was someone should have hit him, and they didn't. Um, so those two as well. Dyer. Um, Arkansas says the most consistent player. He says for Tonga, I'm going to put Bentaleb up there as well and Hugo. Yeah, I'd yeah go with Hugo. Yeah. And he hasn't won an award yet. And yeah, he's Loris, probably definitely. Our, our best player. Best celebration? Chadley against w- Arsenal. Chadley against Chadley's. Worst celebration? The Rose, Rose ones, with the yeah. cover in the mouth. That one, have we seen the other by your salute? I don't think that came out this no. season, did it? Thank God. Best haircut? Friedel. <laughs> uh, this one's from Punt Madman five four four five, and that's Potch. He says for best haircut. Yeah, I like dyes. It's it's about as functional as you get. It's normal haircut, isn't it? Dye. I have to say, embarrassingly enough, I love Lamella's haircut. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Go on, just it's insane. <laughs> it's completely insane. Um, 
Fine, you can have Lamella. <laughs> <laughs> Best signing, he says Dyer. Um, yeah, it's got to be Dyer. You can't argue with that. Who else did we sign? Stambouli, Davis. Oh, yeah. Form. Form. Worst signing, Stambouli. Yeah, best manager outfit. This one's from Naz Nazim. He's always in the tracksuit, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, no, but he's been in a suit. Maybe for the final? Oh, yeah. I always remember him in the suit and we just lose. Hmm. He was in the suit against Liverpool. Suit in a cup final. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he had the suit on for Fiorentina as well. Uh, Naz Nazim also gives us the best press moment. Um, and this is... For Harry Kane saying he's uh, just happy about the three points after a Capital One Cup game. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Pochettino always saying this is football. Yeah, yeah, it's football. <laughs> Injustice of the season. Um, this was a Vertonghen only being credited with an own goal despite scoring two and then the disallowed offside goal where he was behind the halfway line. Oh, that was yeah. absolutely horrendous. Um, and we've got away with some stuff. So, yeah, Vertonghen wins that. Um we're hitting an hour. I mean, is there anything, anything else? I've got a feature, if you want it. Yeah, let's. I mean, is there anything about else about the season? I mean, this is your first proper season. No, is there anything that sticks out apart from the stuff we we've spoken about? Being on TV, the three of us being on TV. Oh, yeah. In when the Stoke we were on game. TV, in the we Stoke game, the Stoke it was game, us, it was us yeah. three. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was fantastic. Can we change moment of the season to that then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say one of our and moments of the season as well. <laughs> <laughs> Social yeah. media moment. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Po- Spurs podcast of the season, obviously, is echoes of glory. Um, the moment when we had the meet and greet with the fans in the pub for oh, the, the Sheffield game, guys. Oh, the well. Boston guys. When they were over, that was great. Getting um, proud Lily Whites in here. I mean, Daryl and then um, Chris. That was great. Just all the guests we've I had. I met up with Daryl in, in Florence. Yeah, he that did. That was fantastic for oh, the match, yeah. We love Daryl on this show. Um, just, it's just been a, it's been a weird one. Like, Emma, my wife, um, said, it just feels like we haven't really spoken about Tottenham in the last three months. Because usually I'm talking about it all the time, but we haven't really done anything. But before that, there have been some really exciting games. So I just I've quite enjoyed it. I'm quite glad that season's over. I'm really looking forward to next season now. Um, yeah. Anything more? Just come on, you Spurs. Uh, <laughs> feature. Jack's feature. Boom, boom, boom. Good, thank you. Gets better every week. Right, <laughs> right, this is this is a, he's a, a slightly older player. Um, oh, good. So, born March the tenth, nineteen seventy-three. Calculators out. Forty-two. Forty-two. Hundred and fifty-eight appearances, two goals. So probably defensive. Pro- probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, signed for the club in nineteen ninety-eight. For £1.75 million under George Graham from Ipswich Town. Oh, your brother's got it by now. I was six. <laughs> Made his debut against Wimbledon in a nil-nil draw. Brilliant. Left Spurs in 2004 and signed on a free transfer for West Ham, but he only made one appearance. Mm. Yep. This is the clue. Was an assistant manager in the Premier League earlier on in the season. I'm going to feel like an idiot, aren't I? Shall I give you his... I'll give you his playing position as well. He was a left-back. Doesn't help me. I'm I'm not going to get it. You're going to get it. No. What if I, he was the assistant manager at Sunderland earlier in the season. Gus Poet was the manager. I was going to say it's not Gus Poet. Um, I don't know. Just tell me before I make it. Maurizio Tarico. Oh. oh. That was a hard one. 
Why did you hate him? Uh, just, he just, I just don't know what he ever did. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly nice bloke. Just the other way yeah. all. He did. He in the was it in the cup final that he had the it's a fantastic video out there of the. Was that, I don't know. The one where he's pointing at the um, screen. Yes, that's not Torico. That's um, blonde player Nordic. Because yeah. he'd left by that point. It's uh, I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember that player, but it's a good video. Um, let's do the quiz. Where's the quiz? Give us three cards from the middle. I should have prepared. Da 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 da. You tell us a joke or something. Uh, I haven't got any. No, any good ones now. Uh, which former Tottenham Hotspur manager was the youngest player to appear for Nottingham Forest as a 17-year-old in 1962? This is where we really miss Andrew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you will have heard him on the montage that I played at the beginning of the show. David Plate. David Plate. Brad Friedel was the best finisher. At Tottenham. <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> brilliant. Um, against which Northwest club did Tottenham Hotspur win their first away league game of the 97-98 season? My English geography is pretty bad. Let's change. Not as bad as mine. Let's, yeah, change, yeah. No, let's change Northwest to Merseyside. I was going to say it must be uh, Everton. Nailed it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> flip the coin. How many games did Tottenham Hotspur win under the management of Terry Venables? 52, 60, 68, or 75? 60. 68. 68. Well done. Oh, always be. Up to the end of the 2005 6 season, who is the second most expensive player that Tottenham Hotspur have signed? Michael Carrick? Nope. Dean Richards. Really? Cost £8.1 million, which is a lot of money. player, though. Um, Who scored in three consecutive games for Spurs against Nottingham Forest, West Ham and Man United in the 98-99 season? Teddy Sheringham. Chris Armstrong. Because he wasn't playing for Spurs at that point, was he? (laughs) Let's not not talk about that. Edit. Edit. In what year was the new West Stand at White Hart Lane open? It's not, it's not multiple choices. I'll take a guess and go for B. But. Yeah. Uh, 93. Uh, earlier. 1893. <laughs> <laughs> 1982. Almost there. Okay, yeah. um, what was cited as the biggest threat to the game of football by 44 referees auditioning for the FIFA World Cup 2006 referee? Vlad Kirikas. Simulation The amateur dramatics is becoming the hardest part of the game to officiate Um, Which club would Tottenham Hotspur defeat at the Abbey Stadium? Abbey? I don't know Who is it? Cambridge United When would they meet? When would they meet? This is a good one. Who was the only Tottenham Hotspur player to score in the 71-72 UEFA Cup semi-final and final? I've got a feeling. Oh, no. Andrew's going to be screaming. Yeah, yeah he's going to be screaming. I don't know. Just, I don't First want to... Alan? Hutton. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Mullery. <laughs> uh, one last round. Which Greek team uh, were the first to beat Tottenham Hotspur in a UEFA Cup match? Pauk. Uh, Olympiakos yeah. Piraeus. Um, name either one of the two Tottenham Hotspur goal scorers in the first round tie against Sparkasi Stokkeru 
in the 91-92 UEFA Cup. 91-92. Uh, one of them is an iconic centre-back. Oh, um, Mabbott. Gary Mabbott. Yes! <laughs> Too easy, this. Is yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. And last, what nationality is Martin Fulop? Ooh, that's interesting. I'm going to say Finland. Fulop. Isn't he like an island nation? No. Oh. <laughs> Hungarian. It's it's on an island. It's sort of like a really, really big island. Um, just before we finish, um, I want to say thank you to everyone listening. Uh, it's been a long season, um, but we've had some fun. Uh, thank you to all the contributions. Thank you to our friends at um, the Tottenham Hotspur family, um, at Proud Lily Whites and... Everyone on the Reddit and on the Facebook and on the Twitter, um, everyone who's joined us, whether it be Don, Adam, Andrew, Dan, Jack, Noah. Who else have I missed? I feel like I've missed someone. Oh, Mr. Latchford, of course. Um, it's a shame he hasn't turned up more, but next season we'll get him on for more. Um, we, should, we should do a Mr. Latchford special, just stories about it. would love that. I think we should that. definitely do it. Um, we lost... Um, Dave Mackay this year so it's worth remembering that everything he did he, he died a couple of months ago so um, look at what he did because he did some absolutely incredible things there's a really good speech by Sir Alex Ferguson on Dave Mackay that's really worth um, checking out but onwards and upwards I mean right now it looks like we're going to sign Vimmer and Equial Levetti taking that I am taking that all day long. I'm, I'm getting that Van der Vaart feeling from Levetsi. Do you know what I mean? A bit of experience to help Harry. Uh, but what do you want from next season? Forget the position. What do you want to see from Tottenham? The continued progression and a lot of goals and the excitement that we had at the start of the season. If we can just prolong that for as long as we can, yeah. I'll be happy with that. Yeah, I want to see Kane repeat what he did this season. Maybe not to the fullest extent, but I don't want to see him regress at all. No. Um, I'd love to see another couple of deep cup runs. Maybe a, a deeper European cup run would be fantastic. Deeper European cup run. I'd like to see fewer goals conceded um, and a bit of pride in the show. You can see that in some of the young boys, but I'd like to see a plan. I love a plan and a plan B as well. Um, I think there's so much to be excited for next season. I can't, I can't wait for it to happen. I'm annoyed that the season's over now, you know. Um, and I've still lost my FIFA 14 disc. I'm refusing to buy a 15, oh. so I've, got, I've only got 13 to play. And things are different. Things are really different. Um, Drogba's there. He's, he's still Ouch. pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a way to end what it! What a way to end the season. But to be fair, it, it feels like the way Spurs have ended it. So uh, I think it's, it's quite um, apt. So, um, Master Jack Lackford, Noah, thank you very much for coming to with me to thank all the you. games. Um, thanks for listening. We'll see you in a few months. And don't forget, the future's bright. The future's nearly white. Come on, you Spurs! Heroes in white and blue. We like to win in style. We've done it for a while. It's better to aim. Then our football story will